Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. I'm going to move you a little bit closer right now. All right, there we go. Um, This one is called How to Give Overwhelm the Finger. And I thought about having 10 tips or 12 tips or whatever, but I'm just going to share general thoughts on overwhelm. First and most importantly, if you're listening to this as a way to avoid the overwhelm of your life, please, please go do stuff instead of listening to this. But in general, when I am dealing with overwhelm, there are a couple of things that I've noticed are really, really, really helpful. And I'm going to give you a list of about 10 But don't get overwhelmed. (laughs) That's the joke. Just pick one, try it out, and see if it doesn't help. So first, overwhelm itself, it's really important to notice when you're in it. Because it often comes about as spinning, as this sense of like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, there's too much, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. And you can repeat that forever and not ever get anything done ever again. And it seems like if you imagine overwhelm as an adversary, overwhelm just wants you to dance with it. Just dance and dance and dance and dance and dance. And you're like, but I'm done dancing. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like we just spin in like in a ballroom. We're just spinning. We're not doing anything but spinning. So first identify, hey, this is overwhelm. This I'm spinning and I can stop spinning. The easiest way to get out of overwhelm is to identify it and then to say, this is the specific thing that I can do right now. And I mean painfully specific. If the specific thing that you can do right now is that you feel completely overwhelmed, that your whole house is a fucking wreck, and you're going to uh, to wipe down the sink and change the toilet paper, that is specific. Done. Now we're not in overwhelm. We're in action. And when we manage to move from overwhelm to action, we're defeating that shit. But when you get to the painfully specific task, you might be tempted to let it scale. What I mean by that is your sink is full and you've just wiped it out and you've changed your toilet paper, but now you notice that the bathtub needs to be scrubbed. And as long as you're scrubbing the bathtub, you might as well scrub the toilet. And as long as you're doing that, you might as well organize your uh, kitchen sink or bathroom sink cabinet. And as long as you're doing that, you might as well change the rugs and, and change the shower curtain. And as long as you're doing that, you might as well change the towels. And as long as you're doing that, then you have to wipe down the mirrors and all the surfaces. And as long as you're doing that, then you might as well just switch out the artwork on the walls as well. So, you know, there's no reason to start because you're not going to have time to do all those things. 
That's an example of letting it scale. What started as this thing that takes 20 seconds and makes you feel like you're accomplishing something suddenly became something that's going to take four hours and require everything short of a renovation to get it done. You don't have to get into that. You don't have to let it scale. With clients and in business, and even with me, this starts as, okay, what I would like to do is, and they say something like, I would like to write a blog post about this, or I would like to write a little bit about this X topic, whatever it is. And I'm like, cool, do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, actually, I want to write like a series of 10 to 12, and then I want to post them. But I can't post any of them until I've posted, until they're all written. And then I want to turn them into something else, like a book or a short book or a download. And then after that, I want to turn it into a marketing campaign. And after that, I want to turn it into my next product. And so, I, I mean, I really just can't write these 300 words until I've done everything. And you're like, no. That's how things scale in your head very, very quickly. So instead of, I have this new thing, I want to try it out with three people, it takes an hour for each person, it's suddenly, well, three people's not enough, it needs to be 10, and 10's not enough, it needs to be 25, and 25, I mean, I don't have time for 25, so I can't even start. No, be specific, painfully specific, and don't let it scale. Watch when that happens. Watch when you go from, I, I just need to clean this one part of this one room in order to feel sane in my life, how it turns into the whole house. And when you just need to buy one thing on Amazon, but it turns into you have to do all your Christmas shopping right now or life is fucking over. And watch how your brain will escalate and make it like more and more and more and more important that these things get done right the fuck now (laughs) or your life is over. That's overwhelm. It's going to keep trying to scale. It's going to keep it trying to keep things from being specific and it's going to keep trying to make things take longer and longer and longer so that you don't even begin. There was a whole podcast about give it 20 minutes. I would go back and listen to that uh, if you would like about how these things that we think are just impenetrable and impossible and they're tasks that are going to take forever. If you give them 20 minutes, you'll very often find that you are way further along than you thought you would be, which comes along with keep it short. And keep it fucking short if that's helpful for you to say. So today, I don't feel all that well. I'm still recovering from the flu. And I was like, here's the deal. I got out my fucking candle holders and I put my tea lights in it. And tea lights, unless you buy the special kind, only last for about two hours when you light them. They're the little candles that are like, meep, very small. So I lit five of them and I was like, when these are done burning, I am done working. Currently, I am looking at four out of five of them have burned out. And when that fifth one burns out... I am done working for the day. So a physical, like, okay, how long do I have? Okay, cool. Have a reminder and keep it short, truly short. Be merciful with yourself, especially during the holiday season. The other thing that could be really triggering to your overwhelm is your physical space. And I know that this falls to the bottom of the priority list. I need to do this and 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 this. And then your physical space gets cluttered and it gets weird and it gets gross There are a couple of things that you can do. One, again, keep it short. So set a timer for 20 minutes and see how much you can clean as quickly as humanly possible. Two, go for the things that drive you the most crazy. So like my, the inside of my toilet being not having been scrubbed in the last week does not make me insane. Having lots of shit all over the counter, like when the mail comes and it's just like blah and explodes all over the counter drives me absolutely insane. So prioritize cleaning the things that make you absolutely insane. If it is so bad, if you're in a physical space that is just overwhelmingly out of control, you can also get out of Dodge. 
feel free as a business owner during your busy season or during your not busy season, fuck it, I don't care, to get out of Dodge, go to a coffee shop, go hang out in your car or your van or a van down by the river. I don't care where you go, but get out of your home if that's where you're working or your studio if that's where things are just out of fucking control. Take a moment to remove yourself completely from that situation and put yourself into a better situation where it's possible to get more work done. It's super duper helpful. And for physical space, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask other people in your family, to ask professionals by paying them, to trade, to swap, to switch, all okay. It's also, I saw recently, uh, my friend Michelle is fucking brilliant. She had a birthday and she also has a cleaning wish list, which is the list of things that just drive you crazy but that you never get to, like cleaning the ceiling fans. Those things that, like... This is my cleaning wish list. And if your partner has a list of like, oh my God, these things will make you happy and I am much more likely to get laid as a result of doing them, they will do them. So make a cleaning wish list and then hand it over. You can also call out, this is overwhelm. And when you start beating yourself up about being in overwhelm, okay, this is just beating myself up. And this is my brain being an asshole. We've talked about your brain being an asshole lots of times. Unfortunately, it's still an asshole. So if you can just do the work of getting out of that state where everything is overwhelming, that's super helpful. And if you are being overwhelmed by something on your phone, hint, that's all the time, or you're escaping something that's on your phone with another app that's on your phone, like, I don't want to check email, so I'm playing on Instagram, call that out as well, that this behavior is not helpful, this behavior is not what I need to be doing right now. Again, you're not making it wrong or bad. Not helpful is not bad, it's just not helpful. Like... I don't know, like glitter is not helpful and I love glitter more than most things in life. So not helpful is just a simple way of saying it. Um, If you're an eater when you get overwhelmed, uh, reminding yourself that this is not the most nutritious thing you could be eating is a really solid way to be like, oh, nutrition makes me feel better. If I have a green smoothie right now, I'll feel better than if I have this seven pieces of cake. Not a good or bad decision, a nutrition, not as nutritious decision. Helps to keep the flogging to a minimum, helps to keep the brain being an asshole to the minimum. If you're in overwhelm that is so far beyond overwhelm that you literally cannot see a way out of it, and you're just sort of sitting with like the apple death wheel of spirally doom on your face, I would suggest grab a piece of paper. And write down every single thing that it is that is spiraling in your brain. And then just keep going. Like set a timer for five minutes and don't stop. Just every single thing that's bothering you ever, even if it's stuff that you can't fix, that is not helpful, that in no way is under your control, like the shit Trump says is irritating me, just write it down. And then take a look at all of those things that are spinning in your brain. Which ones of those can you schedule? And then schedule them. Which ones of those can you delegate? And then delegate them. Which ones of those can you ask for help uh, somehow from someone or something or some app or in other way get help for? Get help. And then the most tricky of all of these when you're in overwhelm, I think, is to let it be messy. Is to realize that in December, in the first world where you're probably listening to this, or at least in, uh, in places where the holidays are a big fucking deal, right? Wherever that is. Um, it's going to be a little bit messy. You're going to have more responsibilities than usual, more social invitations than usual. 
typically uh, for entrepreneurs, way more work than usual. And so things are going to be messy. If you just allow for it being messy, that's like 90% of the battle. That you know what? My, my P's and Q's will not be perfect. My I's might not be dotted and my T's might not be crossed, but I'm going to get through and I'm going to enjoy this life that I'm living at the moment. When it comes to messy in your, in your artwork and in the stuff that you make that matters most to you, whatever that is, I've got a poem for you. How about that? Let it be messy. Penning bad poems is the only way to get to the good ones. Same goes for bad photographs, bad drawing, bad drafts, shitty first attempts. They're the starting point for your work in the world. Don't shy away from making terrible artwork, horrible mistakes, or unfortunate choices. These are the pebbles that are stacked to form your shoreline, the only risks that will count in a year's time. Go on, take a chance, make it awful. Let your whole heart out and see where it takes you. See what your work does when you're not looking. See how it surprises you when you let your instincts out to play. Waste paint and supplies and hours at the computer writing. Give yourself to the unknown elements, the chaos of losing control over what you quote-unquote should be doing. Breathe it in. This is art moving in you and through you. May it surprise you every time. There were lots of hand gestures with all of that, just so you know. Also, from a purely practical perspective, we as humans alive in 2016 are privy to more choices than any other humans have faced ever in the history of all of the world. Every single solitary day. Everybody has more choices than they know what to do with at all times. And we've just come down the fucking gauntlet of Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and now Giving Tuesday. I'm so fucking tired. I have nothing to give on Tuesday. Why isn't Giving Tuesday the Tuesday before Thanksgiving? Damn it. So realize that there are lots of choices. There are way more choices than there have ever been in the history of the world. There used to be three kinds of toothpaste, and now there are hundreds, and that's just one element. When you go to the grocery store, grocery stores used to be one-eighth the size that they are now, and department stores were one-quarter the size that they are now. It just Everything just keeps getting bigger, and when we add in online elements and every book ever printed being available to you at all times via an app on your phone and Amazon... We're spending more, we're making more choices, and we're more tired as a result of it. So let yourself have some grace around the fact that, yes, you're overwhelmed because overwhelm appears to be a condition of being human in 2016 and that fighting it requires a lot, a lot, a lot of making room in your life for silence, of making space, physical space, meaning that you make room for shit, and... um, time space like you have time blocks of time that are not scheduled but you can always give it 20 minutes you can always be really fucking specific with what needs to be done you don't ever have to let it scale you don't ever have to let you making tea turn into you cleaning out the kitchen cabinet where the honey is kept because there is a fucking honey tea cabinet situation right you can keep it short you can clear your physical space of clutter You can also get out of Dodge when the physical space is just out of control. You can call it out again and again and again. This is just overwhelm. This is beating myself up. This is my brain being an asshole. 
again and again and again, and you don't have to even be mad about it. You can just identify it for what it is. Like when a toddler is throwing shit across the room and having a tantrum because their hot dog wasn't cut into the appropriate number of pieces, right? You can be like, that kid is an asshole, or you can be somewhat amused that that kid is absolutely losing his shit about hot dog slices and be like, okay, all right, that's happening. I'm just acknowledging that that's happening. It's the same thing with your brain. This is overwhelm. This is happening. I'm just acknowledging that it's happening. You don't have to give it any more energy than that. You can always write it down. And if you are truly brave in the manner of the humans that make so much amazing, amazing stuff in their lives, you can let it be messy. I know that's hard, but I also know that you're perfectly capable of doing that sort of amazing work. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're overwhelmed by the choices given here, I'm going to say, when I get done with this, set a timer for 20 minutes and either write down what needs to be done so you can schedule it or just start doing. Bada bing, bada boom, overwhelm is gone. Thanks so much for listening. I will be with you next week. And until then, may you experience the wonder of a brief period of silence in between all the tasks you have to do. May you, no matter how busy you are, appreciate the particular kind of busy that's come to you. And may you always be able to call out your brain when it's being an asshole. Because that makes life so much sweeter. Thanks again. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine, while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month, on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.